Let's go.
like you, you are in church on the last Sunday of the year, what a blessing, thank the Lord, have something to thank the Lord for, have a reason to thank the Lord, have a reason to thank the Lord, what a blessing, what a blessing, what a blessing, what a blessing, Father we are grateful to you. We thank you for the blessing of being in your house. And we thank you for what you have for us today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your presence and for your power that is here. We will never be the same again. In Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. And you may please be seated. Wow. How many of you have eaten some chicken, Christmas chicken? How many of you have eaten some jollof? How many of you have had some jollof with Pepsi on the side? Can I see your hand? Jollof with Pepsi. Oh, so the rest of you, what did you eat? Banku. How many of you ate Banku? How many of you are bankers? Bankers. You are a banker. <laughs> what are the other options? Fufu, wow, how many of you cleared some fufu two days ago, yes, hey, wow, then I think I have to start my, wait what, light soup, eh, what, light soup mixed with granite soup, hey, soup mixed with granite soup. 
with small okra. One meat is inside. Goat meat. Or the tongue of a cow. But it's a blessing. Next year by this time, your life will be a very different life. Next year by this time, your relationship with God would have gone deeper and higher. And you would be a more powerful believer. That when Satan comes near you, he will feel fire around you. Yes. The flaming fire will be around you. Encircling you and protecting you. 1 Samuel chapter 3. I'm continuing with the third installment of how to know the Lord. It is very important. Very, very important. For you as a Christian to know the Lord. You must know the Lord. The Bible says, And the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was precious in those days. There was no open vision. Came to pass at that time when Eli was laid down in his place and his eyes began to wax them that he could not see. And ere the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was and Samuel was laid down to sleep. Then the Lord called Samuel and he answered, Here am I. And he ran to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou callest me. And he said, I called not. Lie down again. And he went and lay down. The Lord called yet again Samuel. And Samuel arose and went to Eli. And said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And he answered, I called not my son. Lie down. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now, verse Samuel, verse 7. Samuel did not yet know the Lord. Verse 7. Samuel did not yet know the Lord. Neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. Now, this is the condition we are trying to prevent. Ministering unto the Lord and yet you don't know the Lord. And it takes me back to the first point I made the first time I started this series that you should assume that you don't know the Lord. See, look at verse 7. Now, Samuel did not yet know the Lord. Neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. Now, this statement in verse 7, I'm preaching now. This statement in verse 7 was not made by Samuel. Amen. Amen. 
the writer of First Samuel is the one telling us that Samuel did not yet know the Lord. I think that because of verse 1, Samuel thought he knew the Lord because he was ministering. Are you with me? The fact that you are in the church does not even mean you know the Lord. Today, there are many people who are serving God. But when you look at their lives, they don't look like people who are serving God. Amen. He has a title as a servant of God. But when you look at his life, I mean, you should go home and see her fighting with her mother. You should go home and see her in a room with a boy. Or better still, just take her phone and see what is on. I want to say it again, oh, that now Samuel, you see, I wish Samuel himself had said that now I did not yet know the Lord. But this one, it is being said of Samuel because it is likely he thought he knew the Lord. So most of the time, it is somebody who will tell you that, Charlie, the fact that you sing well does not mean you know the Lord. Yes. And Mary did not yet know the Lord. Yes. And Susan did not yet know the Lord. And Felix did not yet know the Lord. If we are to leave you to your own opinion, you will think you are even going to heaven. And many of you, this new year, 2016, our main project is not to sing well but to know the Lord well. Look, if you know the Lord well, you will sing well. Oh yes. If you know the Lord well, <laughs> look, there's no preacher like the preacher who has come, when Angel Gabriel came to stand in front of Joseph, I think Mary also, he said, his introduction, his CV was that, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of the Lord. Yeah. We need to have shepherds before they appeared, they were standing in the presence of the Lord. Yeah, we need singers. We need Sister Dre. Before she takes the microphone, she must say that I am Sister Dre who was standing in the presence of the Lord five minutes ago. Yes, I am Brother Ben who was with God last night. But you cannot say that. You will say that I am Brother Ben who was with Fusena last night. I'm saying that there's no preacher like the preacher who who knows God? There's no singer like the singer who knows God. When somebody is in touch with God and he's talking, you can tell that this guy is. Listen to me, I'm saying 2016, eh? we are not doing voice training. You go to your music school. We are not here to perfect our voice. That when we sing, like we are feeling goosebumps and some, you know, some some anointing is It's not anointing. Most of the thing we feel is just hunger we came into the service with. That your singing has come to stir up hunger. Yes. Because when we go home, we will feel that feeling again. Oh, yes. Yes. 2016, you are going to know God. Yeah, 2016, you will speak like, like Gabriel, that I have come to stand here. Oh, yes, Reverend Kobe. My name is Jonathan, playing the keyboard. I came from the presence of the Lord. Some of you, I don't even know where you came from. Next year, when we come to Flaming Fire, 
you would have been praying in the morning before coming. Yeah. You are not going to be in a room with a girl. Ah, uh, two o'clock, then you say goodbye, and then you come and sit here with your baseball cap. You wait, I'll get you. So, Samuel did not yet know the Lord. And if my opinion matters to you, I will tell you that you also do not yet know the Lord. You know, when a child of a certain age is going to London or America or any of these important places, the child's visa, there's a statement they write on the visa, the child cannot travel except he is with holder of passport number H422376 or passport number J O two 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 four four three. So when you see the boy in London, it's not that he is capable of going to London. He has traveled on somebody's visa and has arrived. Many of you, you are here on borrowed visas. You yourself, I mean you yourself as a young boy, as a young girl, yourself, you have nothing. Many of you here, you are here because of Reverend Kobe. His visa has sponsored you to come here. If we leave you right now, you go back to that boy. You are hanging out. Some of you here are virgins. Most of you. And you are a virgin. Not because you are a virgin. But you are a virgin because Reverend Copy has sponsored your virginity. That it's not because you yourself, you know God. Even with Reverend Copy Christ, see the things you have done. That's why I'm saying that it is safe for you to assume that you don't know God. Because this statement was not made by Samuel himself. Now Samuel, that boy walking around, turning the switch on, off, off, on, off. He doesn't know God. He just, listen to me. The fact that you are a minister in the house of God does not give you the audacity to, to feel that you are a prophet. Nonsense. So, I don't know what I've told you already. But today, I'm giving you two keys. The next, how many points have I given you? Two. What's the second point? You must be a God chaser. Yes, you must be somebody who chases after God. Number three, the third key that will help you to know God is, are you ready? God must be on your mind. Always. Then I'll come to the next point and then we'll close. I'm just using this to stir the soup. Then I'll come to the Number three, God must be on your mind. Turn your Bibles, if you... Isaiah 26, verse 3. Isaiah 26, verse 3. Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusted in thee. Most of you here have got roaming minds. Roaming. It's like MTN, you have gone to Algeria and you are roaming there. Bad network. Your mind, if you, some of you, as you are looking at me now, your mind is somewhere. Look, for you to know someone well, that person must be on your mind. That's why it says that whose mind is stayed. You see, when I see this, I think of a radio station where you tune and you tune and you tune 95.7, 94.8, then you come to 94.3 and you stay there. There are many things that are trying to catch your attention. And you see, at your age, because of the chemicals in your body, 
that are bubbling like a tsunami, your mind is on many, many things. Some of you, where you are sitting in the service now, is so that you can see a certain girl properly. You are, you are, she, she's in your direct vision. Direct vision. Where you have chosen to sit. Line of sight. Straight line. Rectilinear propagation of light. Listen, listen, listen very carefully. What I have just said eh, your mind on God, it is a project. You can easily be there and God is not on your mind. You cannot know God if he is not somebody who is on your mind. Because it is when he's on your mind that your behavior, your attitude, all everything, you see, when somebody is not on your, even as a pastor, eh, there are people who tell me, one lady told me just a few weeks ago, she said her husband annoyed her and she was about to say something. As soon as she stood up to say something, she remembered me and she stopped. In her house, in the house, I am on her mind. And based on who is on your mind, that's why that song, uh, that tree song, uh, Joe Beach, I said, Semekaya. Semekaya. Because if something is not on your mind, you will, you, you will continue doing something. Some of you sitting here who are fornicating, it's because God is not on your mind. If God is on your mind, you will not behave that way. Now, last week I told you that you must chase God. Because, you know, the, 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 the title is How to Do What? How to Know God. Verse 7. Now, Samuel did not yet know. So it is always the lesser who must arrange himself to know the greater. You are not important to God. God is important to you. I said you are not important to God. You must, you must know God. He doesn't need you. You are the one in church on your way to hell. And many of you, if you are not careful... Your hell will begin on earth. Samuel did not yet know. It's always we who must know. Always. He said, if you seek me, you will find me. He who loves me, I will love him. So most of the time, what God does to us and for us is based on what we do first. He always waits and looks at your first move. When you move, then he makes a move. God is not going to look for you. You are not important. You are not important. You think because you dance and we clap for you, you are important. You are not important. If there's anybody who must chase somebody, you must chase God. You must look for God. Without you, he's fine. In fact, when you come to him, you bring more problems to him. But thank God, he's a God who can solve our problems. Yeah. Yeah. That is how, see, for you to chase God, he must be on your mind. Many of you, God is not on your mind. If God is on your mind, he will influence your choice of friends. He will, yes, he will, inf- even this Christmas, he will influence which parties you go to. He will influence w- what you do. I was supposed to go somewhere, I think, was it? Today is what? I see been passed. As soon as I spoke to the person, we finished talking, then God also was on my mind. As soon as God came onto my mind, I just deleted that. It's nonsense. There's no way I'm going to this place. There's no way it will happen on earth. Whose mind 
a state. He will keep him in perfect. See, I just read this verse. Where is that verse? That will keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on who? Sister Dre, there is something called your mind on God. Or God on your mind. Look, you must always think about God. Yes. If you think about God all the time, you will know him. Even when you dream, you will dream about God. The things you dream about, most of them are because the things are already on your mind. That's why most of you, when you dream, you are looking, you are seeing a boy or a girl. Most of you, at your age, your dreams are either a boy or a girl because your mind is filled. Today, let us all become Christians on whose mind God is prominent. Let him be on your mind. Think about him. Fear him. Fear him. His opinion, not my opinion, not Reverend Cobb's opinion, God's opinion should matter a lot to you. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, of course. Of course. There are times you will need your pastor to also give you his counsel and say something. But God's opinion, what God is saying as a, as a young boy, what God is saying about the friend you have in town. If you are a guy, that boy, who is your friend, guy, guy, girl, girl, or guy, girl, God should influence it. What God says, you see, that is one thing that made David very special. There was hardly any move God, uh, David made without asking God. So if you, those of you with uh, iPads, you can go to the Bible, type David inquired of the Lord. You see a lot of verses will come because God is on his mind. That where I'm going, what is God's mind? This party I'm attending, what does God say? Of course, sometimes when you are confused, you can call your pastor. Your pastor will tell you exactly what God is saying. There is not even one soul on earth who has known God whose mind is not filled with God. You can't fill your mind with movies and friends and all kinds of things and then you think you will know God. And I'm, I think I've, I've, I've already informed you that, anyway, that, that's the next point I'm going to make and I'm going to close. It is in your interest to know God. It is in your interest. Look at me. If you don't strive to know God, you will know things you shouldn't know. By the time you are 30 years old, eh? my sister, what's your name? Yes. Gifty. Gifty. Wow. From which branch? Sierra Leone. Lovely. Good to see you. Do you know God? You do know God. You are confident. Yo. Listen. If you know God, eh, there are a lot of things you will know. And you don't need to know them. If you know God, knowing God is a will block you from having bad experiences. Some of you, by the time you are 22, your heart is broken totally. We have to do super glue, nail apart, cello uh, tape apart, use cement mortar to hold apart, use bolts and nuts, soldering joint to shoulder and artery. 22 year old girl. Because, let me tell you, when you don't know God, eh, you will know things by experience. Yeah. You will know things by experience. By the time you are 30 years old, the pimples on your face from stress. Oh yes. And I'm telling you, it's not everything you must know. They say that experience is a better teacher. Perhaps it's true. But the problem is that if it's the teacher, 
you may not be able to afford the school fees. Yes, experience as a teacher, the school fees is very high. Normally about $30,000 a semester. You will pay with your life for one lesson. Experience. So when you know God, knowing God, if it's on your mind, you won't go to some places. You won't make some people your friends. You won't watch some things on your phone or on your iPad. If you know God properly. There are things you, you see, when your life, where did I, is it? Yes, how to be a church boy. Yes, I taught you here. Don't let your Christian life depend on whether Reverend Kobe is around or Auntie Grace is around or Auntie Zara is around or Auntie Miriam is around. And my wife is in church today also. She's around today. Please give them away for me. No. Don't let your Christianity depend on Reverend Kobe. Hey. I mean, imagine that my Christianity depends on Bishop Dagwood Mills. Where is he? I've not seen him for about a week or so. So the week I've not seen him, what do I do? No Christianity. No. 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 Whether your pastor is there or not, whether Sister Dre is there or not, whether Brother Ben is there or not, God must be on your mind clearly. I mean, you and God, your relationship, I mean, whatever little Reverend Kobe will add, Pastor Ima will add, what, that's fine. But you know God yourself. Oh yeah, once a while, I'll advise you. Once a while, I'll say, don't go, go, sit down, don't wear this, wear this. But that is just extra, extra, extra. Baseline, you know God yourself. It's on your mind. No. Anybody whose Christianity depends on your shepherd or your pastor, father or your mother being around, you have not yet begun to understand Christianity. You are not yet even a Christian. Oh, yes, yes. Because how often has Reverend Kobe been your? When you are in school, is he there? When you are in your room, is Reverend Kobe there? Who is there with you? Yes. Yes. Who is there with you? Yeah. You don't need anybody. What you need is your Bible and God and the fear of God in your chest. You, your Bible, and the fear of God in your chest. Say it again. One go. Say me, say me, my Bible, and the fear of God in my chest. One go. Me and my Bible and the fear of God in my chest. Again. Again, clap your hands for Jesus. That's how to know God. Oh, yeah. Once a while, we'll come around, we'll come to your room, we'll visit you in school. We'll say, oh, How are you? Uh, let, let's talk about this. Listen, don't, 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 don't. The reason for this series I'm doing is to help you to stand on your two feet. But I've not finished yet. By the grace of God, next week, next week, let him be on your mind. Number four, be sensitive to sin. You want to know God? Is there anybody here who has had like a toothache? Very bad. You are young. You don't have such problems. A very bad toothache. Like when you drink ice water, it just is it. Or hot water. So you've had one before? Come and tell us how, how the pain is. Okay, so and when you have that problem, you really feel every little thing that happens. If your cheek 
brushes slightly against that tooth, you feel it. If you drink water and a drop touches it, you really feel it. And, and the pain will be there for sometimes two hours. And so if it keeps happening, then you'll be in pain practically your whole life. If your cheek brushes slightly against it, and it hurts. And it takes quite some time before the pain reduces. So, and you can't say it won't keep brushing. So, yeah, you'll be in pain all your life till you go in. Now and here, you'll be in pain six hours, five hours. Yeah. How about bread? Bread, because you have to chew. So, yes, and it's very, very painful. That one kills it. Your sensitivity to sin should be like a toothache to Kenke. Toothache to your cheek. You said what? Cheek brushing. Your cheek brushes against your tooth. Slightly. Just maybe if somebody touches you and mistakenly pushes. Mighty 7 22. Reverend Kobe, there is no relationship with God that is within the context of fooling around with sin. Either you are embracing sin and you exclude God or you have embraced God you are excluding sin. That is it. You can't, you, the, the two cannot coexist. You, you cannot say that, that you, you, are, you are mighty. 722. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils. And in thy name done many wonderful works. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Now, now, I've told you already, if God says, I never knew you, it means you have not taken the pain to know him. Because he will know you to the degree that you know him. His closeness to you depends greatly on your closeness to him. That is why it is not God who finds you. You find God. He that seeketh me shall find me. See, Jesus Christ told the parable about this son. A certain man had two sons. And one got the food, the money, the land documents, and he went. You know the story of who? The what? Prodigal son. Who went to look for the friend who the, the, the father and the son who went chasing for the other the father went to look for the son oh who who went to look for who are you sure is it not the father who left the house and took a donkey and went into the forest to look for the son Really? Who went to look for the other? The son, he went to look for the father. Yes. You are the son. And God is the father. He will never look for you. If you seek him and you find him, then he has also found you. (laughs) 
you will not wake up and pray you want to know God you don't read your Bible you see look anytime can I have a Bible a proper Bible anytime look look at me anytime you do this this and you read you are looking for God any day any hour when you do this you are looking for him and then one day you will stumble upon him he did not look for you you looked for him you found him and if you have found God he has also found you <laughs> God came to Samuel's room to call him but remember that Samuel left his house and came to stay in the church those of you who have a sense of self-importance thinking that you are beautiful you are gifted you dance well you prophesy you sing well you play drums well you are so important that God should come and look for you you'll be there till you are on your way to hell many may not a few always the world is divided into many and a few always many and few and say there are many many of them will come and say lord lord and he said, in your name we prophesied. In your name we cast out devils. In your name we did many wonderful works. And listen to what he will say. Listen to what he will say. Then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Jesus Christ never told them that they were lying. Because it was true that they were healing the sick. It was true. It's not a lie. Yes, but they were doing it in the name of God. Yes, in the name of God. You can do something in someone's name. And not, I told you last week that I met a, a satellite church minister. Satellite church minister. Two of them. I knew one. One I've not seen him before. Today I've seen a satellite church. I don't know him. Any, if I meet him in torture, I won't pay for him. I don't know him. But he works for me. Now, the basis for the rejection is clear there. He said, I never knew you. Depart from me. Ye that work iniquity. It means that in you knowing God and in God knowing you eventually, one of the things that will not encourage this knowing of each other is the presence of sin. Anybody whose life encourages sin has set herself or himself on a track of departing from the presence of God. That is why you need to know what is sin. But when you get born again, you don't need to be taught what is sin. Micah chapter 6 verse 8 says that he has already shown you what is good. You know it. You know it. You know it. When you are eating your tithe, daddy gives you 10 Ghana and you blow all on Indomie. You don't pay your tithes. You know it. You see, I'm talking today as I end about the sensitivity. You must be sensitive. Like what Sister Dre said. You must be such that when your, she said what? When your cheek brushes against the tooth slightly, it's not easy. You must be such that when a boy, his arm brushes against your chest slightly, But you, he will put his hand on your waist. Waist. 
Because you are not sensitive. Sensitivity. When your friends are watching pornography and you pass there and your eyes brush a little on a scene, you must feel. You must feel. When your former classmates, Betty, sends you a text message with a sexual content, you must feel that something is wrong. But most of you will smile and laugh and make a joke out of it. What you don't know is that you are actually killing the nerves that make you sensitive to sin. And I'm saying to you today, Jesus Christ said, the reason why he will not know some of you even if you try to know him, he will not, he will not, he will not even be bothered about knowing you. Is that you, 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 you are, you are comfortable with sin. This evening, I'm talking about being uncomfortable. And you are going to receive offers, temptations. The Lord says I should tell you again something I said as I close. If you don't know God, look, what I'm telling you, I'm telling myself at my age, if I don't take my time to know God, I will know some things. Some of you, you know some things you shouldn't know. You should not know them. People who don't know God, who are in the world, they should have such experiences. But because you did not bother yourself with the pain of knowing God. Anytime the knowledge of God is set aside, you are, you are allowing yourself to have experiences. Many of you have seen your typo. Girls especially, who will not know God yourself. Yourself. Reverend Kobier, we love him. Don't you love him? Yeah, but he must not replace God in your life. You must, not, you must not let your Christian experience, your work with God, depend on Reverend Kobe. If he comes to add something, let it. But you see, you'll be alone. And it is that aloneness that should make you sensitive. Like Joseph in his room and a woman comes naked body. Yes, yes. There's no body in the room. You see, the, Reverend Kobe wasn't there. I don't know who Joseph's pastor was at that time. But you, most of the time, your pastor is not there. It's only one out of hundred times that your pastor will be with you. Hundred is even too small. Hundred. Most of your life, you will be alone. So you must, you must learn to know God alone. I mean, as I'm here, I'm a Christian. I'm a pastor, but I'm a Christian. I know God myself. Yes. I mean, I owe it to myself. You owe it to yourself. Joseph told her. You see, because that girl, Potiphar's wife, was an unbeliever. An unbeliever. Certain things don't matter at all. I mean, she's married, but to sleep. I mean, the last time, uh, uh, what's the name of that thing called? June 3rd. That flood that uh, killed the fire in the flood. There was a lady who was in the water. About to fall into a gutter. 
And then a guy pulled her and held her hand by the camp. You, you can't imagine the chaos at circle at that time. But the guy held her hand. Let's go. Take your time, take your time, take your time. Wait, 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 wait. follow me. Just be careful. Be careful. Hold me well. Hold my hand. I've seen some stones here. Stones. Come up. 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 We thank God. What's your name? Vida. Vida. God loves you. Vida is a married woman. She has a husband at home. Her hand I held to help her come up. June 3rd, she has fallen in love with me. I, no, listen. I am an unbeliever. I am an unbeliever. She is a Christian who attends Anglican Church. Believer, born again. Her hand, the, 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 the salvation I saved her. From June 3rd to, mind this, I, I, I know the, the month, but I will not mention it. June to about, about three, two, three, four, five months, that it was found that this wife is fornicating with the boy who saved the man who saved her from the water. Listen, you see, you don't know where you are going to stand. <laughs> It's the same. In this case, this is Joseph and this is Potiphar's wife. At the time when the boy was holding the hand, there was no pastor there. But there is something about holding a boy's hand. If you have not held some before, you will understand. But as you, as you are holding the hand, you must also be sensitive to the Holy Ghost and to sin and to anything that tries to destroy your relationship with God. You must feel it. But many of you here, it is Reverend Corby who feels for you. He tells you not to work with that boy. You yourself don't have the nerves. That's not that there is, I'm talking about nerves. I'm not saying it insultingly. You don't have nerves. Your nerve endings are not sensitive to feeling boys. So it is Reverend Corby who must feel for you. That's Sister Dre. Don't work with Corby. Don't. That boy is a bad boy. Don't work with him. But what if Reverend Kobe is not the... Oh, okay, it's also Kobe. So don't work with Kwame. You girls here, most of you here, it is Reverend Kobe who feels for you. You, you are... That's why I said that. Your past, the visa you have, it is his number that is on it. You are not... You didn't come to London on your own. You are not here on your own. You have been sponsored to come here. But it's okay. Sometimes we sponsor. At, at, at time comes, you have to go for your visa yourself. I'm preaching. Sensitivity. Joseph said, you know something? There's nobody here because most of the time there'll be nobody. If you are here and you have arranged your Christian life to suit somebody being there, you are lost. You will not know God. You will be in church on your way to hell. These guys were in church. They were about to go to hell. Don't let your Christian life depend on Reverend Corby. Know God yourself. Let him be on your mind yourself. Read your Bible yourself. Oh, of course, of course. If there's a scripture you don't understand, you can ask him. Or there's some, something. But generally speaking, you must not ride, you, you must not surf over Reverend Kobe as your wave. 
I said, most of the time, there will be no Auntie Miriam. Yeah, there will be no Bishop Ogo. Even Bishop Ogo himself, he's thinking of himself. Oh, yes. Ah, the title, in case you forgot the title, How to Know the Lord. Because Samuel ministered to the Lord. But verse 7, this boy did not yet know the Lord. So, ministering is not equal to knowing God. And when you leave here, some of you this evening, tomorrow, some pornography will pass through your phone. Oh yeah. It will pass through. Only on Facebook, some breasts will pass through. Some, you know, smooching will pass. Remember, all these things are coming to prevent you from knowing God. And it's a disaster, Julie, not to know God. Not to know God. You must know God. Courage. How long will Reverend Kobe police you? How long? I mean, if he's transferred from Adenta Church, it's over for you. How long? You cannot on your own stand and say, no, I can't. I will do, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. No. How long? So, so when, most of you are on sponsored visas. But believe God that you will know God yourself. That is why when, when some people came to Jesus Christ, when they came, of course, Jesus Christ, he had bodyguards, these type of disciples around him. And then this time they met Philip. When they came, they saw Philip and they said, we must see Jesus. <laughs> we, are, we are not interested in disciples. We want to see Jesus. Some of you have seen Reverend Kobe. Some of you have seen Reverend uh, Bishop Ogo. Some of you have seen Brother Iman. Some of you have seen Ankananaya. But you must see Jesus. We must see Jesus. We must see Jesus. I pray for you today. By your mind, eh? the project, morning, evening, thinking about God, singing about God, reading about God, even when your mind strays a little to a certain boy, you say, no, come back and think about God. Yeah, he will, you, you will have peace if your mind is on God. You won't do abortion. You will not watch pornography and have a certain, your soul is this, your stomach is like, you are disturbed. You, you can't smile. You, it's like, you, yeah, yeah, because, oh, you don't know, you are born again. Oh. You are born again. Yeah. The things you watch, they, they disturb your soul. So anybody whose mind is on God, because God, Joseph, his mind was on God. He said, no, how can I touch you and sin against my father or my pastor or who? My what? My who? Move away, move, depart from Reverend Kobe. He said, man, know God yourself. We must see Jesus. Find that verse for me. We must see Jesus. The same. Yes. The same. Clap for you. I think he's doing well today. I don't know. Ah, uh, oh, Mary is helping him. Mary. Clap your hands for Mary. Oh, oh, it's you. Is it you? Go back to verse 20 now. Clap your hands for him. And there were certain Greeks among them. That came up to worship. Hey, that's why I told you. 
assume that you don't know God. See, it's the people who say such things, they are Greeks. Jews have a feeling that they know God, they are into Jesus. But the Greeks, they, they know that they are aliens. I don't know him. I'm an outsider. The Greeks. And there were certain Greeks among them that came to worship at the feast. 21. The same, the same, came therefore to Philip. Because a great man always has people around him. Philip of Bethsaida of Galilee. And desired him, saying, we would see Peter. We would see Reverend Kobe. Give us a New Living Translation, the NLT. They said, Sir, we also, we want to meet Jesus some, not Peter, not Reverend Kobe. How long is your Christianity going to depend on your pastor, your shepherd, your, your, your senior brother? No. You must say that we too, we want to meet Jesus personally. Otherwise, one day, when your pastor is not there, you will be about to drown and somebody will hold your hand. Or if, if, it, it, it even gets worse if I hold it like that. And, and as I was dropping her, my hand passed on her buttocks. Just the brush of my hand on the... Ah! As she's going, she's thinking of her wedding. Wedding. How many children we are going to have? How our grandchildren will look like? Which of them will become pastors? <laughs> that if they are girls, which of them will become doctors? Let your mind be on Jesus. Sir, we want to meet Jesus. Stand to your feet. Everybody shout, we want to see Jesus. Say, we thank God for our pastor. We thank God for our bishop. But we want to see Jesus ourselves. Clap your hands for Jesus. Lift your hands. Lift your hands and just I'm not giving you a prayer topic. You yourself talk to God. Burdens down. Let the 
hands of this world can fade away. Open your mouth and pray. All the days of my life, I want to gaze upon your beauty and seek you in this world. Pray. Pray. 